bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Can we give the Lord a great big hand of praise on this morning? Why? Because this is the day. Come on, y'all. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad. If you can't say anything, you ought to stand to your feet and magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. For those of you who are watching online, we've come into this house to celebrate the Lord. God is great and he is greatly to be praised. Oh, come on and bless his name on this morning. I feel the presence of the Lord in this house. I pray that you welcome him in your house because the Lord is here. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Can we bless the Lord? Father, in the name of Jesus, how grateful, how thankful we are for this day, this day that you have given to us. God, you're so great. You're so good. You've been so gracious to us, faithful down through the years. And for that, we give you praise, oh God. God, we magnify you. We glorify you. We lift our hands. We lift our hearts. We lift our spirits and our voices to say how great you are, oh God. You're great. You're awesome. You're mighty. You're wonderful. Yes, sir. You're King of Kings. Yes, sir. You're Lord of Lords. Yes, sir. And if we had 10,000 tongues, Mama. we couldn't say thank you enough. Mama. But with the one that we have, oh, yes. we're going to say thank you, thank you for everything. Oh, yes. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for starting us on our way. Thank you for giving us the activity of our limbs. Yes, yes. Thank you for keeping us clothed and in our right minds. Thank you, oh God. And we bless your name right now. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for what you've promised that is yet to come. And we declare and decree right now the best is yet yes, to come. Oh, yes. We believe it's on the horizon. The best oh, yes. is yet to come we believe it now oh god yes. and we receive it in jesus name and for his sake we pray amen amen and amen come on let's magnify him this morning come on let's bless him this morning y'all oh yes oh yes come on y'all put your hands together the best is yet to come y'all so hold on Hold on, my sister. There's a master plan. He's going to make it worth your time. For all of the trouble. Put your hands together in here. Is yet to come. The best. The best is yet. Hold on. Hold on, my sister. There's a master plan.
make it worth your time.
and yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, yes. You haven't seen nothing yet, Cain. A scripture from the day, it comes from Habakkuk, the chapter 3, and I, verses 17 to 19. And it reads as follows. Though the fig trees does not bud, mm. and there's no grapes on the vine, mm -hmm. though the olive crop fail, and the fields produce no food, though there is no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stall, I rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. My sovereign is my the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. Yeah. He enables me to thread on the heights for the director of music on my string instruments. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his holy and inspired word. Let's go and pray about it. Yes. Father God, we thank you for another beautiful and amazing Lord's Day. Another opportunity to give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory. Grant us the grace to worship you in spirit and truth. And prepare us now for the active presence of your beautiful and amazing Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, this morning, this morning, Lord, have your way in here this morning, Lord. And we gladly surrender our lives to you in worship as we lift up your holy name and join all others who confess you as Lord and Savior. We thank you in advance that our prayers will be answered according to your will and your purpose. We thank you for your many blessings, the many miracles that you keep storing upon us, Lord. We thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding. A joy, Lord, unspeakable joy, and a love that's truly unconditional. Heavenly Father, right now, we thank you for your promises that they are true and your goodness that never fails us. We thank you, Lord, for the hope of your eternal life and the promise of your magnificent heaven. We thank you, Lord. We can't thank you enough. Yes. We thank you now for our beloved sick and our shedding. Mm. Father, continue to give them strength and encourage them, Lord. Lord, right now, we offer our bereavement, offer condolences to our family friends that's going through bereavement. Give them peace, Lord. Give them comfort, Holy Spirit. And give them strength and strength and hope, Heavenly Father. Right now, the spoken word for this morning, continue to let it meditate on our hearts, our minds, our spirit, our soul, long after we leave this place. These and more prayers in your Holy Son, Jesus' name. Amen. If the Lord's been good to you, can you say hallelujah this morning? If the Lord has really been good to you, can you bless his holy name? I mean, if God, if you know God has been good, amen, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord as good as God has been, amen. I'm going to use the black idiomatic expression that was just in the song. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come. The, the writer of the verse said, I has not seen ear has not heard and neither has it entered into the heart of man things that God has prepared for him amen amen God is great and greatly to be praised so good to see each of you my father's children on this morning this Lord's Day thank you for worshiping with us in person and thank you for those who are worshiping with us online we thank you for your presence we thank you for your prayers and we thank you for your continued diligence as we work through this process this process of regathering and as we continue as a community to do all that we can to remain safe 
uh, in these trying and challenging times. I know that you are looking and are aware of the current status of things as it relates to the uh, variants that are around us, and I pray that you are taking all of the precautions necessary. As you see, we are continuing to mask up here. We're continuing to uh, go through all of the protocols of hand uh, sanitizing and and uh, asking questions, screening before you enter into this place. But there's one more thing that I need you to do. There's one more thing I need you to do. Uh, well, maybe two, but here's the one I'm going to tell you about right now. Um, last week, we sent out a survey. We sent out a survey uh, for the vaccination status among our membership. Why? Because as we continue to regather, we want to know the vaccination rate. We want to know the percentage of our members who have already been vaccinated or who plan on getting vaccinated. Why? Because that's going to help us plan and prepare uh, as we have services, as we gather like this. It helps us to know what the percentages are, what kind of precautions we may need to take, what we need to hold off on doing, what we can push forward in doing, and what we need to rethink. The only way we can do this is if you give us good data. Amen, somebody. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. We need good data. Amen. If you have filled out the survey already, God bless you. Thank you for doing that. But I, got, I was told by a little birdie we only had 200 responses last week. Y'all ain't hearing me. <laughs> Amen. As big as this church is, we only had 200 responses last week. That means a lot of us have not responded uh, to the vaccination survey. We're going to send that out again at the conclusion of this service. We need you to fill out that survey. It takes all of two minutes, maybe, maybe two, two minutes or less. Uh, less than two minutes. Thank you. Less than two minutes. Do that for us. That will help us uh, plan for your safety, for your good. Uh, as we have services here at K Chapel. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. We're going to get ready now and give in this our offering. We, you are reminded you who are here uh, to give as you come in and the baskets that are presented. We will not be passing trades around. Uh, so if you have not had the opportunity to give on your way in, please do so on your way out. For those of you who are worshiping online, there are any number of ways that you can give in the offering. You can give by way of the K Chapel app. You can give by texting to the number that's on your screen. Always you can drop your offerings off at the office. Whatever you do, give so liberally, give so cheerfully, for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And we know that through giving, we worship God. Through giving, we praise God. In fact, we can give him right now total praise.
Let us pray, family. Yes. 
Father God, we thank you right now for these gifts that have been received. Bless now the gift of givers and those who desire to give and the method in which we was able to give through. Heavenly Father, right now, we accept these offerings and may they be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. These are more blessings in your holy son, Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, church family. Uh, I am coming to you today on behalf of the program committee with some announcements. Um, I have some logistical information to provide to you. I have a story I want to tell you. I have three points I want to make, and then I want to enter a public plea. So if I go a little bit longer than two minutes, hold his coattail so that, so that he doesn't. Um, next Sunday we will be hosting the 14th anniversary for our pastor and his family for their service and commitment to this church. Uh, it will be an in-person service. So this Sunday, there will be three in-person services. We will also live stream virtually, but for those who are planning to attend, please make sure that you register for next Sunday online so that we can make adequate preparations uh, for the uh, celebration. The other thing that we want to ask is we are asking each member for $50 uh, for a donation for the pastor. You are more than welcome to put more than that in there, but do as the Spirit leads you. The third thing is that our colors for next Sunday will be ivory and pink. So if you have it, wear it. If you don't have it, this is not permission to go shopping. So just, just wear, wear what you got. Uh, so now th the story. Uh, Haman was offended by Mordecai and convinced the king not only to kill Mordecai, but to kill all the Jews. The king agreed. Mordecai then sent a message to Queen Esther saying, we need you to go and petition the king on our behalf. And Esther said, mm -mm, not me, because you don't understand the rules of this king's house. If I show up and I've not been invited, it's certain death. So Esther played the strategy of another, N-U-T-H-E-R. Find another way, find another person. But then Mordecai sent a response to Esther, and his response was, have you considered whether or not you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? And so that convinced Esther to do what Mordecai wanted, and the king agreed. So there's a lesson in this little story that, that I want to share with you is that sometimes we face such a times as this. And what Mordecai did was he said to Esther, that I realize this is not normal circumstances. I realize this is not business as usual. I realize you didn't cover this in orientation. I realize there were not plans in the textbook, but every now and then we are faced with such a time as this. And what Mordecai goes on to say is, he provides some affirmation for Esther. What Mordecai says is, you got this. I realize it's unusual times, but you got this. I realize you see the storm ahead, but you're capable of navigating through the storm. I realize you're intimidated by the darkness, but there's a light in you that transcends all darkness. Mordecai says, I realize there are dangers and perils at every moment, but you are capable of protecting and shepherding my sheep. So Mordecai provides for Esther that affirmation. The third thing is that the affirmation came from family. Mordecai was seen by Esther as her father. So why am I telling you all of this? 
Next Sunday, we celebrate 14 years of service. But we're celebrating in times such as this. We didn't plan for it. We didn't ask for it. It is not in the manual. It is not in the user guide. There are dangers and perils, but we are celebrating in times such as this. But just like the Jews, God has provided us with a family of Esthers. We got Reginald Esther. We got Lucretia Esther. We got Jonathan Esther. And we have Anna Esther. God has provided us with a family of Esthers, and I need you to show up like Mordecai for our Esthers. I need you to show up on Sunday and show your love and show your appreciation for them guiding us through times such as this. So in that spirit, I am going to ask the youngest Esther if she would come and join us. Brother Brown, are you here? Good morning. I'm Kennedy Brown. And I'm Lindsay Butler. On behalf of our youth director, Deacon Ken Brown, our youth administration and entire youth department family, we present Anna's These Gifts of Gratitude as a representation of our expressions of love. Anna has always shown love for her church and church family. She has always been very generous and compassionate towards others. And because of her thoughtfulness, we present her with these gifts, which represents our love for her and her family. just a moment um, to, to solicit your prayers. Uh, this, we, you talked about for such a time as this, um, and we are uh, approaching um, a, a significant time in the life of, of our church family and the life of the convention. Um, several years ago, uh, you know, I began this journey for uh, presidency of our General Missionary Baptist State Convention of Mississippi. On this Tuesday, uh, the election will take place. Um, I have not, one thing you have not seen of me and heard of me do, I have not uh, done a lot of talking about that from the pulpit. Um, I, I, I don't, I try not to use the pulpit as a place for um, personal gain or personal platforms. Um, but this morning, I want to do one thing. I solicit your prayers. I need you to cover me with your prayers. For any of you who know anything about um, campaigning and politics and all of that, the church is the church, but the church is made up of people. 
Y'all ain't talking to me in here. And people are not perfect. Uh, particularly when uh, there are great things at stake. And so we want to ask you, uh, I want to ask you as your pastor uh, to keep me, keep my family in your prayers. Uh, this, this week will be a uh, challenging week to some degree. But here's what I know. God is able. I'm absolutely convinced. God is able. And, and, and I don't know what the outcome will be, but I know this. I will have done what the Lord told me to do. I will have run the race with integrity and grace. And I'm okay with whatever happens because I didn't do it for me. I did it because the Lord said, do this. So cover us in your prayers. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you is our prayer. That being said, I want to ask also while you are praying for me uh, that you pray for the Naylor family. Uh, Brother Bobby Naylor uh, lost his, I believe it was his sister. Yes, his sister on last week. Those uh, uh, services were held this past weekend. Also, lift up the Wright family. This is um, uh, the Maddie Wright and Renita Wright family. Uh, we lost Deacon uh, William Wright, not Willie, William Wright, um, on this past week. And so we want you to keep that family uh, in your prayers as well. Amen. And then, then, um, just got this information, so be patient with me. Um, Adonis Bates uh, is a two-year-old. Adonis Bates is a two-year-old who is in ICU at the Blair Batson Children's Hospital. Uh, he is the great-grandson of Bessie Jones uh, and the great-nephew of Elvira Jones. And so keep that family uh, in your prayers. Little, little Mr. Adonis Bates, two years old in ICU at the Blair Batson Children's uh, hospital. So let's keep them in our prayers as well. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you well. I'm glad to know this, uh, that in all sickness, we've got a God who heals and we've got a God who restores. That's good news this morning, y'all. A God who heals and a God, whatever the problem is, you ought to tell your neighbor. And I know we ain't doing all that, but you ought to tell them anyhow in your spirit. It ain't too much for the Lord. It ain't too much for the Lord because God restores. Amen. Before you go, Pastor, before you go, can we pray for Pastor now? Ain't no time like the present. Uh, Brother Redmond, could you come up, please? Let's pray for our man of God, our shepherd right now. Sister Buckley, could you please come up, too? Let's pray for him now, 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 now. There's no time, no time like the present. Uh, Reverend Redmond, do you want to use this mic up here? Yes, yes, yes. You've covered us. You've covered us. You've covered us. And now it's our turn to cover you. It's our turn to cover you. Come on, Brother Raymond. Thank you. Let us pray. Yes. Our Father, which art in heaven, we come to you. We look to the hills from which cometh our help. For Father, we recognize that all of our help comes from you. Lord, we can't do anything without you. 
And dear Lord, we recognize that. And Lord, we come to you with thanksgiving in our hearts, with praises on our tongues, thanking you for your many blessings. And Lord, we thank you for our pastor and his family. We thank you, Lord, for lending him to us for a while. Lord, he has shown great leadership. He has been obedient to thine word. And Lord, we pray that now that there's an opportunity to become the state of Mississippi president of the Baptist Convention. And we pray, dear Lord, that he will hold this position. And Lord, that you will lead him and guide him and that you will order your steps in your word. And Lord, we pray that he will be receptive of your word. That as you lead him, that he will lead us. And tell us what thus said the Lord. We believe in you. And we trust you, dear Lord, that you sent this man at the right time, at the right place to lead us and guide us down the pathway of righteousness for your name's sake. These, these precious prayers, we pray them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Now let us all together say amen. Amen.
Hallelujah. Thank God for the restorative power of the Holy Spirit. They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall walk and not get weary. They shall run and not faint. Why? Because God restores. He restores. He replenishes. When you've poured out and it seems like you don't have anything left, I'm a living testimony. God restores. When you've given your all and nobody's given anything to you, I'm a witness. God restores. When you've done all you can and you don't know what else to do, I wish I had two or three witnesses. I'll make four. God restores. He gives me joy when my joy is running low. He gives me hope when I feel hopeless. He gives me faith. Renews my strength. He's a restoring God. And because of that, I don't know about you, but I'm grateful. Grateful for the God that he is. And that's what I want to talk to you this morning about. Choosing gratefulness. Choosing gratefulness read earlier in your hearing from the book of Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 through 19 although the fig tree shall not blossom neither shall fruit be in the vine the labor of the olive shall fail and the field shall yield no meat the flock shall be cut off from the field and there shall be no herd in the stalls yet I wish I had a yet in somebody Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength and he will make my feet like hind's feet. And he will make me to walk upon mine high places. Choosing gratefulness. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Choosing gratefulness. You know, it's difficult these days to be genuinely grateful. Particularly when we spend so much of our time on social media. You, 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 you know what I'm talking about. When, 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 when your friends post those pictures... And they're in these exotic places doing these wonderful things on wonderful vacations or, or, or when they've moved into their brand new four-bedroom house or when they're driving that dream car or y'all act like y'all don't have them kind of friends. And they post all of these wonderful things that that's exciting, but there's something inside of you way deep down. You won't admit it right now, and that's okay. But way deep down, you look at it and you wonder, what am I doing wrong? How, how can they afford this and do that and go here and build that and drive this and, 
how did they get that man or that woman? Y'all ain't talking to me. I want to talk to you about choosing gratefulness. In other words, stop looking at what other folk got and be grateful for what's yours. The songwriter had it right when he said, I'm blessed, better than blessed. Praise the Lord. I'm blessed, better than blessed. Praise the Lord. I may not have houses and wealth. May not have all my strength and all my health, but I can testify I'm blessed. Better than blessed. I I, 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 may not, I may not drive what the next person drives. I may not live where the next person lives. I may not have all that the next person has, but I thank God that what I have meets my needs. I'm blessed. Wish I had some blessed folk in this house. Some folk who would testify, yeah, Lord, I thank you for what I got because when I look at my life, I realize that though I may not have all that I want, I got what I need. I'm blessed, better than blessed. I want to talk to you about choosing gratefulness because gratefulness is birthed from the awareness of all of life's possibilities. I say gratefulness is birthed from the awareness of all of life's possibility. In other words, when you look at life and all that could be, and you see how life is for you, you can be grateful. I used to hear folk pray all the time, Lord, I thank you that things are as good as they are. That's an awareness that it doesn't have to be as good as it is. You, you, you grumbling because of the car you're driving, but you're driving a car. Somebody's walking and somebody's on a bike and somebody's looking at you like you got it made. Be thankful, be grateful and stop grumbling and complaining and murmuring. Watch this and coveting. Because if truth be told, that's why you grumble and complain because you're looking at what somebody else has and wishing it for you. I'm going to preach in just a minute. But I read somewhere in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not covet. In other words, thou shalt not look at what your neighbor has and wish it for yourself. And all that God is saying is, quit looking at what they have. Look at what I've given you and thank me for that. Choose gratefulness. Habakkuk in our text does exactly that. He chooses gratefulness. And he does so in the midst of extenuating circumstances. Listen to him catalog and chronicle all that is his experience. Though there be no figs on the tree. Though there be no fruit on the vine. Though there be no 
flock in the fold and there be no meat or crops in the field and though the olive tree shall fail in producing oil for its fruit it says even though all of that is going on and I watch this I could complain I, I could murmur I could grumble he says though all of that yet I will rejoice he chooses to be grateful that that means gratefulness is a choice gratefulness and thanksgiving is a choice and perhaps a lot of us cannot be grateful because we struggle with several things we struggle with having a covetous spirit it means that you're looking at what someone else has wishing it for yourself perhaps you have a jealous heart that's a step further from Coveting, that means that you look at what someone else has and you believe that you deserve it yourself. Wish I had a witness in here. Coveting is one thing, but jealous is saying the person who got it don't deserve it. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Maybe, maybe you don't have a jealous heart or a coveted spirit, but maybe you just have a greedy nature. In other words, everything you see you want for yourself, which means you cannot... Be thankful for what you have because you always want a little bit more. Perhaps you cannot be grateful because you have a haughty attitude. In other words, in other words, the haughty attitude is the one who has too much pridefulness in his or her heart and believes that what you have is a result of your hard work, a result of your determination, a result of your perseverance and all of those things are necessary for good success but don't fool yourself none of that is the reason by itself for where you are I wish I had two or three folk who would declare if it had not been for the Lord, yes I worked hard but if it had not been for the Lord, yes, I went to school, but if it had not been for the Lord, yes, I put in the time, but if it had not been for the Lord, yes, I have the experience, but if it had not been for the Lord on my side. Some of us cannot enjoy and be grateful because we assume that all that we have is a result of our own labor. And then some of us simply rationalize the blessing of the Lord away. Simply looking at life as a great big coincidence. Things just happening. You hear folk talk about the stars lining up. I got a little good luck. And things just happen. It was serendipity. It, it happened. It, it all fell, watch this, in the place. I need you to know if it fell in the place it was the hand of the Lord pushing it that direction if it fell in the place it was because God dropped it there if it fell in the place it was because his sovereign finger pushed it where it lined up nothing falls in the place just by itself but the sovereign God let me let me not hold you too long choose choose gratefulness Habakkuk discloses a situation in the history 
of Israel. The backdrop of this passage is one of apostasy and judgment and unbelievable hardship. It's written during a time when Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, is leading the people back into idolatry away from the Lord. And as a result of their sinful ways, God is preparing now to judge his children. Habakkuk is having trouble understanding why God would use a heathen nation like Babylon to punish his own people. He cannot understand why God doesn't just purge their sin and draw them back to himself and to his righteousness. And so in this book, we hear the prophet arguing his case before God. And in the end, Habakkuk realizes God is not to be worshipped merely because of the temporal and the material and the physical blessings of life, but simply because of who he is. I wish a lot of us would get to that point in life or a lot of us would shout glory when we get the gifts we want. A lot of us will worship when the weather is fair. A lot of us will lift holy hands when beautiful blessings are coming down from heaven. But I wish that we would come to the place in our faith journey, in our life, and in our understanding of who God is. That whatever is going on in life, God is worthy to be praised. Does not have to be blue skies every day to praise the Lord. Don't have to have food in the pantry to praise the Lord. You don't have to have a full bank account to praise the Lord. But you ought to be able to worship God and witness that God is a good God no matter what's going on in my life. I may not have this, that, and the other, but I've got a God who sees about me. I've got a God who walks with me. I've got a God who holds my hand. I've got a God who calms my fears. I've got a God who stands by my side. And because of that, he's worthy to be praised. Habakkuk gets to the place of saying, yes, life it's not always fair. It is not always necessarily ideal. But a mature believer, a mature Christian, somebody who say they've been walking with the Lord, ought to be able to come to the place where they can look at an empty God. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. Where they can look at a bare tree. Where they can look at their bank statement and it don't look right. And declare, my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that works within me. And here's, here are the three points I got and I'm through. Here's how you get to being that kind of grateful. First of all, you got to learn how to be grateful for the Lord's unchanging sovereignty. 
That's number one. Be grateful for the Lord's unchanging sovereignty. Watch this, y'all, because what Habakkuk is saying is, listen, I've gotten to the place in my life where I could see things not be ideal, but I still know that when the seasons of my life change, God is always sovereign. Y'all not going to talk to me in here. When, when my situation changes, God is always good. When my problems get perplexing, God is always powerful. When, when my mess ups get too much for me to handle, God is always in control. He says, I've got a God who has unchanging sovereignty. In other words, the fig tree might produce this season. It might not produce next season. But God is always in the prayer hearing business. The crops may come this year. They may not come next year. But I got a God who will always see about me. Do I have a witness here? The oil may flow this year. It may not flow next year. But I got a God who will always see about me. He says, you're going to be grateful. You got to learn how to be grateful for the Lord's unchanging sovereignty. That means in season and out of season, God is always good. Always good. I say he's always good. Does anybody witness this morning? He's always good. I know you may be sick, but he's always good. Somebody's had to visit the cemetery one too many times this year, but he's always good. You've had to go to the courtroom, but God is always good. You've been to the hospital, but God is always Oh, he's always good. Number two, number two, you got to learn how to be grateful for the Lord's unceasing salvation. Be grateful for the Lord's unceasing salvation. He says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Look at what Rebecca says. Rebecca says, listen, I know you're looking at my situation. And what I don't have, but what you missed out on is what I do have. I will rejoice in the God, watch this, who is going to save me. I, I, I know it looks bad and it looks bleak, but I've got a God who specializes in things that look to be impossible. I know it don't look like I'm going to get through this. I know some of you have counted me out, Rebecca says, but I got a God who will pull me through, who will get me through, who will take me over. God is the God of my salvation. In other words, he saves. He saves. When I'm down, he saves. When I'm in the muck and miry clay of life, he saves. When I'm in life's pits, he saves. When I'm put in life's prisons, he saves. When I'm bound in bondage, he saves. 
He saves. He saves. You know, perhaps, perhaps Reverend Redmond, we don't get excited enough anymore. You see how hard I'm preaching? Trying to get some of y'all in here to say something. But perhaps we don't get excited anymore about salvation because we have become so used to it that we take it for granted. And we sit here saved, happy we saved, but forgot how much it took for us to be saved. Wish I had a witness in here. I know you saved and sanctified now, but, but you've not always been where you are. And if you could just go back a few years, remember what it took for the Lord to pull you out of some of the stuff you've been in. Remember what it took for the Lord to get you where you are now and, and to get you on this righteous path and to get you thinking right and living right and acting right and talking right and being right and doing right. And, and watch this, and not even just about being right, watch this, but just being saved. It took Jesus' blood for you to be saved. It took him dying that you might be saved. God had to give up his only begotten son that you could be saved. And how dare any of us get so commonplace with our salvation that we could hear a message about being saved and just sit here. No, I know what it took for me to be saved. And because of that, I get excited when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. My soul cries hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. It took a lot for us to be saved. Yes, and and so and so Pat, I'm grateful for salvation. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that he thought enough of me to save me. I'm grateful that he looked at me and thought I was worth something. I'm grateful that even in my sinfulness, he thought I was worth saving. I'm grateful that in my wrongness, he thought I could be made right. I'm grateful that in my selfishness, that he demonstrated his love for me and his selflessness in giving his only begotten son. Do I have a witness here? I said I'm grateful that when he looked at me, he did not give up on me. And I know some of y'all have always been saved. 
there are a few of us in here who can testify that we've been through some things and we're grateful this morning that the Lord did not give up on us that the Lord did not throw in the towel on us that the Lord did not throw his hands upon us good God Almighty but the Lord said she's gonna be something he's gonna be somebody I know he's rough around the edges right now but when I get through with him good God Almighty when the blood gets finished washing him when the blood gets finished cleansing him when the blood gets finished restoring him in the Lord I'm grateful I said I'm grateful grateful great watch this y'all I'm, I'm, I'm finished when I say I'm grateful I'm grateful watch this for his unchanging sovereignty I'm grateful for his unceasing salvation here it is y'all I'm through I'm grateful for his unlimited strength his unlimited strength that, that, that's what Habakkuk again on he said listen I know I know the fig tree might fail the olive may not have any oil the, 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 field, the fields may not produce any crop the flocks may be out of the stall but I'm grateful that God saves I'm grateful that he's sovereign but I'm grateful that he is my strength where, where is that? it's in the text y'all he said listen he will make my feet like hinds feet he, he said in other words I've gotten to some points in my journey where I felt like I couldn't go on. But when I got down, God rose up. When I was low, the Lord came in and strengthened me. Watch this. And he didn't just give me a little bit of strength. But he gave me the a hind. A hind is another word for a deer. He said he would strengthen my feet like deer feet. And I don't know if you've ever seen a deer run. But for those of you who've never seen a deer run. A deer can not only run. But a deer can jump. Y'all ain't hearing me. A, a, a deer, see, and a lot of y'all been trying to outrun your enemy, but but I'm thankful that he gives me strength to jump over some to jump over some stuff, to jump over some obstacles, to jump over some problems, to jump over some folks, to jump over some issues, to jump over some conditions, to jump over some scenarios. He gives me strength. Folks looking, they see you running. They didn't know you was going to jump. They saw you running. They didn't know you was going to jump. They saw you running. They didn't know. He gives you strength like the deer. And I don't know about y'all, y'all. But I'm going to just keep on running. I might get tired sometimes. But I'm going to keep on running. Like my mother used to say, keep on running. 
and see what the end gonna be. Get up and don't get weary. Keep on running. And while you run, as you run, you ought to lift up your voice and say, Lord, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. Grateful that you give me strength. Grateful that you're sovereign. Grateful that you are my salvation. Grateful. Grateful. I'm not grumbling. I'm grateful. I'm not murmuring. I'm grateful. I'm going to stop complaining. I'm grateful. Anybody grateful this morning? I am. I am grateful for the things that you have done. Yes, I'm grateful. Yes, I'm grateful for the victories we this morning you ought to say it's flowing from my heart flowing from yes. my heart are the issues of my heart are the issues of my heart is gratefulness I want to invite the grateful people. If you're grateful, why don't you worship him for a little while? Stand to your feet. Let's sing it. I am. I am grateful for yeah, Lord, the things that, you've that done. you have done. If you're grateful, why don't you tell him, Lord, I'm, yes, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the victories we won. I'm grateful. 
I'm grateful. You need to be grateful this morning. Oh, I, I don't want to make light of the tough times you've had. I know somebody's had some tough times in here. You've seen some bare fig trees and some. You've been some in some situations that were dark and depressing. I don't make light of that. You've had some enemies that have come against you. You've had some situations you didn't know how you were going to make it. But God didn't leave you. Mm. I say God didn't leave you. And watch this, watch this. You're still here. Yeah. Some of y'all missed your shout. I'm going to say it again. You're still here. I'm grateful. Yes. So grateful. Yes. Real grateful. Yes. So grateful. You've been good. Oh, Lord. So, so good. So good. Real good. My, 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 my. Mighty good. Yes. We're grateful, Lord. Yes, sir. So grateful, Lord. Oh, yes, sir. Anybody grateful in yes. here? Yes. I'm grateful, Lord. Mm. Real grateful, so grateful, Lord. Mm. I'm grateful, Lord. Yes. So grateful, real grateful, Lord. We're gonna get out of here. Mm. Do y'all mind? Do y'all have one more praise left in you? You got one more praise left in you? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Take, take them. Take, praise them. Praise them.
May the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace. Be grateful, y'all. Be grateful, y'all. Be grateful. Bless his name.